question. The real question has to be. I'm as prepared as I'll ever as, be. As you'll ever be. You're yeah. prepared. Yeah. Um, you're pooping a group. You have your uh, general. I have all my know, thoughts in order. I have like, the outline, the you script. The, you do? You have yeah. everything? Where's the cue card guy? We're starting earlier today, so the cue card guy's not here. Oh, man. Well, I'll have to we're, turn him myself. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. okay. I think we can do this. We've, we're professionals, right? We've been doing this for 40 years. We, it's made us rich beyond our wildest expectations. So why not uh, just continue <laughs> along the same... I mean, the way we got here, Diane, is what we're after. Same kind of thing. If we, uh, it's 7.22 a.m. Saturday, July the 24th, 2021. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. You were a little lower this morning. I was lower. That's interesting. Because <laughs> usually I'm up to... here. Do, 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 do. But do, 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 do. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's because it's earlier. It's Might earlier. be. Yeah, it's earlier. Haven't got your voice yet. We're starting earlier today because we have things going on. We have activities going on today. But here we are in the in the what is this? <laughs> what is this this landscape, this in this interior landscape that we are creating here in our in the treehouse? It's a it's a it's a, what is it? It's it's a wonderland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Diane Diane did some painting yesterday. There's been some painting going on here in the house. And uh, Diane did some of it. And Manuel did some of it. You know, Manuel and Jesse. What, 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 what? It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, <laughs> Diane, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's, I think that's the general vibage uh, uh, of the A hectic uh, painting week. Well, yeah, except for those of us who were just kind of sitting upstairs waiting for it to be over. <laughs> Because you know, if you if you rearrange the furniture in the house, Bill gets very edgy, for some reason. This has always been the case, and uh, Diane likes to paint. Bill does not like to paint, uh, but you know, things get done regardless. While I'm looking the other way, and uh, you know, so over to you, Diane. Wow, was Manuel just here this week? Yeah, Man. beginning of this week. Yeah. Monday. I'm so astonished that I Monday. completed that painting job then within the same week. You're astonished? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there's more to do. You've still got another wall to paint. I do. I, I do. But Diane's doing small walls, the smaller walls, right? The half wall. Well, half this wall. is a half wall, and right. the other wall is, is just a, a small it's area a wall. alcove kind yeah. of uh, area. And, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I've. I've just been wanting the color to encroach upon the area. It's been so amazing. Yeah, we've been discovering the uh, how happy our house is to have color added to it. And so we're kind of going with that. We're running with it. And eventually it's going to be everything. It's yeah, the be. only thing that will be white is the ceiling. Right. I think it's going to be very good. And the kitchen cabinets, of course. Well, the kitchen cabinets, yeah. yeah. It's going to be nice. Yeah, it's kind of funny how, I think this is true for everybody, that one home project leads to another. Leads to another yeah. because it's sort of like, think, oh, wow, that was really great. And maybe now we could do this, and now this, and now this. And it all began with a chip and some formica. I know. Weird. 
it's just bizarre. So we've had our bathroom cabinets painted. That's what Manuel and Jesse were doing. Uh, so our doors and drawers are back at Jesse's shop where they're going to be painted and drilled so that we can put in the little, nice little handles that Diane found, these little ceramic uh, handles, because none of our doors and drawers had handles prior to that. So, so our bathroom cabinetry is going to match our kitchen cabinetry. We're going to have the laminate guys come back and put down the same laminate that we got in the kitchen, and it's going to just look stellar. The thing that's so interesting about this particular home project is it's really on the cheap, but it has glorious effect. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is paint. Well, it's color. Color yeah. and paint. Yeah, paint you know? of a certain color, yeah. yeah. It's amazing what uh, a lick of paint can do. It's true, Diane. You throw a lick of paint up here, see what happens. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes. <laughs> I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. You know what it is, Diane? It's a world of our own. <laughs> it is a world of no our own. Ah, ham and eggs. You can share. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it's it's been hectic for that reason. I, I took a t- couple of days off, and I wanted to do this wall. And mm. we... I think the main thing was just having the idea of what it would even be, what color we should have it. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting how your imagination will actually see, or at least for me, I will actually see the colors that we're thinking about, like yellow, and I can actually see it in my mind's eye. I can't. No, I, don't can't have, do I don't have that gift. No. But when you said, well, maybe the orange that we have in the stairwell, that would look really good. And I thought, Oh, yeah, that would look really good. That's the way my mind's eye work. And then... So then you painted it that color, and it looks really good. (laughs) It does. It does. Yeah. It's very nice. I do like painting. I think painting is fun. I wish that I had the the body suppleness and strength (laughs) that I had when I was young, because I used to paint all the time. The thing that's nice about painting is it is immediate gratification. Right. You s- take something that's looking kind of funky and make it look totally different. Right. That's true. So. This half wall here was looking kind of funky. It was. And hadn't been Hadn't been painted for... 40 years! Well, maybe 25 or so. Yeah. But it looks all new and everything now. It's nice. It's got some gloss to it. I like the glossiness. I like glossy paint. I like because it catches light. And, you know, it does interesting things. It's, it accentuates the texture. Like looking out at the, at the kitchen wall right now, right underneath the key case yeah. there. Yeah. There's texture there. There's, you know, there's the light is, some stuff is happening with the light. Same thing right there next to you. It's happening right now, Diane. At I, don't different know whether, times of the day, I don't know whether this is as interesting to no, everybody I mean, else's. Just, just, at different you know? times of day, it, it, it has different kinds of light. Oh, man. And in the evening when the yeah. afternoon sun comes through, oh, man. it's quite amazing. So, okay. So we can stop talking about paint yeah. now if you want, because perhaps it isn't as interesting as other things might be. But do we have anything more interesting to talk about? Well, we're going out to Vashon today. We're going out to Vashon today. That's true. This is the, the first major venture out for a an event an event that we have done 
I guess you're right. Yeah, since the pandemic. Yeah, I've made some trips down to see my mom in Tacoma, but you know. Well, but that's I'm I'm speaking about just an event type right. of thing that we go to and. Yeah. Woody Guthrie's American Song. Yeah. It's going to be performed outside on Vash. You know how to get there? Yeah, I do. Okay. Good. I know exactly where it is. Okay, well, that's good. So we're doing that today. We're going to brave the sunshine for as long as we can stand it. That's that's the plan. I'm going to take my cane with me. Yeah, it's, it's going to be outside and masked, so we feel a little bit more confident about participating in this. And the, uh, the play, the Cat Eggleston is the music director. And it also features the performances of Orville Johnson and Mark Graham, right. which are... That's quite the band. It's quite the band. Yeah, and there's a couple other players, too, that, that are Vashon people that I Right, I just don't know their names, know their names exactly, but... but uh, this is the play that Kat took her father to when Janice Carper was the music director some years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I don't remember. Um, and that's when Kat's father, Al, started talking about his experience of the Dust Bowl. And uh, so I think Kat's kind of loved this play ever since and wanted to do it on some level. And now this dream, another one of Kat's dreams is coming true. Yeah. Yeah. So so we have to be there. Got to be there for that. Got to be there. So that's happening. And other than that, we've we been a, we really... We had a Treehouse concert this week, that yeah. was, which was fun. That went very well. I'm still kind of, you know, dealing with, you know, withdrawal symptoms and things like that around not doing the Treehouse concert every week. And it's a topic of conversation that becomes a pathology, one of Bill's uh, collection of ongoing pathologies, which is great. It's neat that we have this uh, kind of overarching topic to delve into and just run around in circles in, uh, <laughs> because that's always productive, just running around in circles saying the same things over and over again, like beating your head against a brick wall, expecting it to fall down, and the only thing that happens is that your head gets dented so we're, I've been denting my head on that also. So there's a, there's a consistency there that's, that's kind of comforting at some level. Right, Diane? Uh, yeah. Comforting? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps for you. Oh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing that has been a focus this week is Shakespeare plays. That's true. Uh, I happened upon a series that we did not know about that I think was put out in around 2013 called The Hollow Crown. And it is Shakespeare plays. I think they are adapted. I don't think that they are maybe the full plays. I'm not sure about that. uh, But I think that they they certainly adapted it for screen rather than uh, stage. And I have just been entranced by those. No, they're very well done. And there's, a, there's almost a companion set of documentaries called Shakespeare Uncovered, uh, which talks about, these are the history plays that are being, that are being uh, presented here in the Hollow Crown. 
and starting with uh, Richard the second, Richard the second, then Henry four one and two, and Henry the fifth, and then the the Richard second the series it has uh, the War of the Roses plays, right? Yeah, and I had always. I had pretty much avoided a lot of the history plays because I always thought they were about politics and and war and those topics don't interest me quite as much. But, uh, boy, <laughs> watching this series has really made me realize that it's almost like humankind must go through this drama even though the scenery changes and the costumes change but the same dramas are always being played out in human history and the way that these are produced for some reason it's really hitting home how the the information in these plays is is eternal you know the what they what Shakespeare was trying to represent about power and and greed, what that does to a human brain and how addictive it is. One of the things that Shakespeare and Covered often talks about is how Shakespeare's characters are not black and white, that yeah. you don't just hate them or love them. And that was so evident in the first play, Richard II, because at the end I was saying, I'm not sure what we were supposed to be feeling about Richard II, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but as you go through, you realize that I think that, uh, well, one of the, the people that, one of the experts about Shakespeare had commented in Shakespeare Uncovered that Shakespeare doesn't hold a person in his mind at arm's length, that he makes it's not like he's saying look at this person and how horrible they are or how good they are he he kind of says this is all of us mm-hmm. we all have these characteristics within us and i think that that's why shakespeare is so powerful and and enduring and it's interesting to the shakespeare uncovered documentaries talk about the actual history and how Shakespeare portrayed that history, whether he fudged it a little bit for dramatic effect or whether he pretty much told it as it was. And so you get a sense of what the story is so that when you watch the play, the performance of the play or these films, these adaptations, you can be in the language more and be in the characters more and stuff like that because you know the arc of the story, uh, what actually happened historically here. So... Yeah, it makes well, and, it makes it more uh, palatable for those of us who have had trouble all our lives reading Shakespeare off the page. I never could. Yeah. My my brother was uh, the driving force for many of my literary <laughs> pursuits, but Gary, I think, read Shakespeare this huge book of Shakespeare plays. I got it upstairs, from cover to cover. Yeah. When at least when he was in high school, maybe before, and. He always interested me in it, but I try to read it and I just couldn't. Yeah. And I always found that when it was acted that I really got more out of it, but it wasn't until I discovered films, particularly Kenneth Branagh films, that really started getting me more uh, able to even understand the language. Mm-hmm. And 
I was telling, I was talking to Gary about this yesterday. I said, you know, one of the things that has been so helpful for uh, for us who have had trouble with Shakespeare is being able to have the closed caption mm. on so that you can read along with the with what is going on dramatically. It really fixes it a lot more in your mind. But man, the language is just so rich, and the poetry is just amazing yeah and i have been unexpectedly enchanted by this <laughs> by the history plays which i never anticipated so so that's the other thing that we've been up to this week we've been up to it yeah yeah it's been fun it has been very fun and uh, another uh thing that this week uh, brought about was uh, a couple of days ago on on Thursday was my my dad's 90th birthday. Pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. My dad would have been 90 on Thursday. Oh boy. So that's good coffee. That was an interesting thing to mark. And uh, because of that, because that was coming up this week, I had I had on the Treehouse concert this week it, during the Early Bird special, I played a song from 1969 of my family singing together, which was kind of fun. And so it was my request for that to be the music of the day, for a couple of reasons, actually. Really? Because the song... A World of Our Own. Our World of Our Own yeah. is sort of like what we are creating in our our house this week. Right. So this is, uh, this is my dad, Tom Davey, my mom, Kathy Strepp, my sister, Marianne Cope, and myself singing on this song. I, I'm the one singing the verses in a kind of a haggard 11-year-old voice. It's not a haggard eh, well, yeah. voice. Whatever. This was a song made famous by the Seekers who did Georgie Girl. and uh, uh, I loved the Seekers when I was a kid. I still do love their music. It is just it's quintessential uh, 60s kind of folk music in my in my mind and uh and then i wanted to feature my dad and one of my dad's favorite songs was uh, cool water so there's a version of that from about the same time with my dad and my mom and my sister i am not listed as participating in this i may be in the background singing a melody with my dad or something but i don't i'm not featured in that in the second song it's my dad mostly my dad and my mom my mom is an amazing harmony singer and could sing harmony to any song and still can. So It's nice to listen to these old recordings. I've done my best to clean them up, but they were recorded into a single microphone, into a wall and sack reel-to-reel tape recorder, and, you know, 50 years ago or so. So not what you would call studio-quality recordings. But it's an amazing thing that you even had it. Yeah. Most people don't have that uh, that audible way of remembering their families. Right. This is kind of our version of home movies is that I've got a lot of old tapes of, uh, of us talking when we were, you know, all those years ago. So that's kind of the Davy version of home movies. And that's kind of where I got the, the bug for audio myself. And probably there's a direct line between these recordings and the Bill and Diane show. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is a it is a continuum of a sort in my gene pool 
to capture things in audio form. One, two, three. We'll build a world. Sand with water. water. 
tan, can't you see that big green tree where the water's running free and it's waiting there for you and me? Tonight we pray for water, cool water. water. And way up there, he'll hear our prayer and show us where there's water. Listen to him, Dan. He's a devil, not a man. And he spreads the burning sand with water. And can't you see that big green tree where the water's running free? And it's waiting there for you and me. Our soul, he's yearning for just one thing more than water. Ooh, water. Like me, I guess he'd like to rest where there's no quest for water. You listen to him, Dan. He's a devil, not a man. And he spreads the burning sand with water. Dan, can't you see that big green tree where the water's running free? And it's waiting there for you and me. Water. Water. Ooh. 